Hi guys, welcome to Set Me Free. I'm your host, Shane Brucher. Um, so I have begun a series here um, titled My Journey to Manhood. And basically through this series, I'm just going to really be sharing my experience um, of growing in grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and walking with God and kind of some of the things that has taken place in my life, I feel like it's very helpful to to other people. Um, and I feel like your life would be very helpful to me as well. I think that's there's a real, real deep blessing in sharing life together, spending time together, um, being connected with um, people, you know, of, of like values and morals and things of that nature. It's very important. It's healthy. Um, so this week, we're going to talk about the second principle in my journey to be uh, journey to manhood. Um, I do want to give a quick disclaimer before diving into this. Um, by no means have I reached any of this stuff I'm talking about. I am a huge mess. I am a work in progress in every single one of these areas. I just want to share. I love sharing. I love talking. I love trying to process and just kind of get my thoughts into words and just, I mean, I, that's just kind of a big passion of mine. Um, but also, I've, I've had a radical experience with Jesus Christ that has completely altered the course of my life in the most beautiful way possible. And through that experience and um, different tools and and just diving deep into my past and and some different things, man, God is doing something great. And, and I just want to share that with other people. Um, but the second principle that we're going to talk about today is going to be um, what I title organic leadership. Um, I started writing a book a couple, a few months back on organic leadership and kind of how the Lord has worked in my life and some of the things it's doing. And I think I've gotten to the place where I can talk a little bit about this. Um, and I want to talk about leadership. Like it's a very attractive word, right? Like it appeals to our pride, our ego. Like I want to be the leader. I want to be first. I want to be, you know, the, the man on the poster. Um, you know, we grow up with all these idols and, you know, watching TV and not that there's anything wrong with any of that stuff. I'm not trying to bash you into that stuff, but leadership in a sense, I want to basically give two different descriptions of leadership because our world always gives us a version of something. And I think this is vitally important of something that has really helped me to become healthy is to have eyes to see in this world in which we live, not just floating with the current. I mean, after all, only dead fish float with the current. So God's going to kind of, in a sense, make us against the grain type of men. Um, and I want to talk about leadership real quickly because, like I said, this world, um, they have a version of leadership um, that is you being first. It's all about you. Um, figure out your life, your goals your dreams. It's very selfish. It's all self-consumed. It's leadership that is all about you being first and everyone else following. But 
that is kind of the opposite of what I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about a different type of leadership that comes as a result of following Christ. And in my book, Organic Leadership, I basically talked about three different um, principles that every Christian man would benefit from. Um, number one is knowing the way. Uh, number two is showing the way. And number three is going the way. Very simple principles. Um, but when you're, when you're a Christian, you're, you know, one of the most important things too also being, being a man, one thing that will really help you is to know what you believe. Like just to get down to some of those deeper issues in your life that a lot of people spend over half their life avoiding, you know, reality, a lot of people don't deal with them until the last phase of their life or tragedy strikes, which that's perfectly fine. But I think we could benefit from sitting down and doing some work, some deep work, pulling back the covers, no longer hiding behind the shadows, and let's face some tough things. Let's find out what we do believe. What do we believe about life? What do we believe about where we came from? What do we believe about why are we here? What do we believe about where we're going? You know, those questions are very, very important to someone's overall well-being because I think... Too often, society launches us out into a path that kind of is made for us, maybe even sometimes by other people. Um, I see this very often. Parents want to almost relive their lives through their children, and I don't think that necessarily all in itself is terrible, but you know, I see different controls that are negatively influencing, and it's just things... Our world tries to tell us who we should become, you know, and that should always, you know, make the most money and blah, 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 on and on and on. Um, but we need to become aware of these because being a Christian man, Jesus Christ gives us a different illustration of leadership. And Jesus tells us different things throughout scripture. Like if you want to be first, you must be willing to take last. Um... Jesus also told us in, in, I believe it was Matthew chapter 10, um, verses 39, that if, if you cling and try to hold on to your life, and that you'll lose it. Um, but if you give up your life for me, he said, you will find it. Um, he will give you back a life that you could never dreamed of. And this is the life that God created for you from the very beginning, um, before sin entered our world. So I believe that Christ wants to interrupt your life for a season and do business with you um, so he can restore you, restore your mind, um, your emotions, some of the things in life he can, he can help you with. He really, really can help you with it. It's beautiful. And um, that's really what I want to do here is I just want to build you up and I want to just spur you Um. To, to reach out to God, to grow closer to God, um, to tie your life with Christ and let him be the way. And really one foundational scripture that I, I use in my life comes from John 14, 6. Very common passage of scripture. Um, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to God unless I take him there. And so 
basically we get a wonderful illustration of Jesus being the leader um, that we need to follow. But, but Jesus, his version of leadership is service. And that's what I want to get right into. I want to talk about serving, becoming a servant. Um, that is the leadership that honors God, is serving people. And I believe that we all have walked through an experience in life. Um, and we, this is the beautiful thing about God is whenever you come to understand his grace and his mercy and his love, his second chance, his forgiveness, his newness of life, his joy, you know, all the fruit of the spirit starts to really manifest in your life. It really becomes beautiful. And what you'll find out is that every single thing you've went through in your life is for a purpose, that God does not waste one single tear. He doesn't waste one hurt, one hang up, one habit, none of it. If we lay it all down at the foot of the cross, God uses, he begins to use us in a, in a really beautiful way. And um, I want to talk about that. I wanted, I wanted to reflect back real quick. I made mention of becoming a leader. Um, I think one of the things we... You know, and that that looks so much different, so many different facets of life, whether you could, you know, lead in business, lead at church or lead at whatever. I mean, I lead workouts for men. I lead, you know, um, a group therapy at work. I lead conversation all the time. Um, I lead my family. You know, I I lead various different things. But at the end of the day, it's really not me leading. It's really me serving people with the freedom that God has given me, the resources that God has given me, the knowledge that God gives me. Um, it's really just giving it to other people um, and serving other people. You know, so... I wanted to say like my, my journey to manhood started out very selfish and self-consumed, very self-centered. Um, I lived m most of my life um, based on pleasure. Um, that was kind of the, the target I shot for was things that made me feel good, provided some type of um, immediate gratification whether it was alcohol, drugs, sex, pornography, um, women, money, success, achievement. I mean, you name it. I, I, I went full force for all of it. Um, you know, only to find myself hurting other people. Um, and really, at the end of the day, only thinking about myself and my needs, what I want. And it... Unfortunately, that is the way society tries to shape and groom us. So I think it's important to take note of an inventory of our lives constantly. Evaluate yourself, measure yourself, but you have to have a standard whereby you do it. And I think that knowing the way, knowing you have to, in order to be a leader, you have to follow. And I like to say this, there, there has to be a transactional leadership. Like, 
You have to be willing to give up that role at any moment to let others take it over. Um, Even within the bounds of marriage, I think women are very intelligent. I think without... uh, I I can only say a really smart Christian woman because that's what I have. Um, But without her, I would be absolutely a mess. And I have learned to listen to her and and follow her in many aspects um, because she is a very, very wise woman. Um, So learning how to let others lead and learning how to follow as well is very, very important um, because quite frankly, you know, we were only given a set of skills um, which I think we should constantly be sharpening, you know, our skills and sharpening our knowledge and sharpening, you know, different areas in our life that can benefit other people. Um, but at the same time, other people have what we don't have. And I think that's what, you know, the representation of the body of Christ is in is that we all together make up a beautiful picture of Christ. Um, so I feel like that's a, that's very important. And that's definitely something I've, I've noticed take place in my own life is, is being able to surrender, um, kind of my will. Cause I think by nature, one thing I really, really, really struggle with is control. I, I always try to control my, my children, my wife, and I don't even know that I do it at times. It's crazy because I have to catch myself and it's like, I hate that part of me. I, I can't stand that part of me that does that. And it's like, I will use my emotions. Like I can be so hypocritical in my words and like cut people down and say things. And, and like, I'm doing the same exact things just in different ways, you know? And it's like, but it's always okay that, that I'm doing it, you know, but there's no grace for others, you know, and I, I, I really, you know, I, I know that God will help work with me and, and, and change that. But that's a part I really struggle with is, is control and nobody can do things as good as me and no one is as smart as me. No one is right like me. I always know the best way, have the best solution. If you just do it my way, you'll always be right. You know, it's, I don't like that part about me, but that part is there. But we have those blind spots as men. Um, everyone has those. So you're not alone if you do struggle. Um, and I think the more you learn to embrace your struggle, I feel like that your strength is going to come from your weaknesses. I am by nature a very weak man. And when I say that, I'm not talking about physically. I am talking a lot more on the on the terms of my decision making. Um, I I I am like by nature an escape artist. Like I always want to escape out of my current situation when it becomes hard or discomfort, you know, uh, uncomfortable. Um, I like to move on to the next thing really quickly. Um, I have a ton of flaws. Um. In those flaws that I have, they, you know, affect 
my relationships and my life in a negative way. Um, but those are things that Christ is going to help me to grow out of. That was the man I had become. Um, but that's the beautiful thing is that Christ gives us an opportunity to become a new creation. And the old has passed away and the new is here right now. It's, it's here. Um, and that's why it's so important to know who you're following. And when I share Christ as my Savior and my Lord, um, whom I love dearly because he rescued me in the middle of my struggle, in the middle of my troubles, in the middle of when I was going to end my life through means of suicide, which would have been the most selfish thing I could have ever done. Christ saved me and he delivered me from those troubles and continues to deliver me. Um, so I know I'm way off topic, but I'm going to kind of try to pull this back in. Um, I'm going to go into the second kind of, I guess, principle of leadership I wanted to talk about is showing the way. Number one was knowing the way. Number two, showing the way. Showing the way is basically very simple. I'm sure you already thought it before I say it. It's leading by example. Um, our actions speak way louder than our words. Our actions, they talk in and of themselves. And believe it or not, people are watching us just like we watch other people. We are by nature very influential people who um, are influenced and influencing others all at the same time. So there's a transaction taking place um, through relationship, through, you know, all kinds of different methods. But it's important that what kind of example are we giving to those around us? Um, and also, I want to stop right here. And I really, I might want to get a little personal. Because um, I think this is definitely necessary for me to say this do from my observation um not just of myself i've made this mistake and thankfully i've my wife has helped me correct this um so it's very easy as a man to want to jump around the most important thing that god has given you as a male and that is your family, your wife, and your children. So there is no leading anything else other than that. If that is what God has given you, that is the responsibility of leadership. That God wants you to protect, provide, love, nourish, um, provide emotional support, um, psychological support. Um, and really nurture the well-being and the love. It's the love. If you want it, no, four-word answer. It's the love of your family. That's what a leader targets is love. What is the meter of love in your house? What is the meter of love in your marriage? What is the meter? You know, learn how to gauge that meter. And I promise you, you will honor God. He will be proud of you and he will give you his blessing if you keep that meter right. You, you may have to humble yourself at times. You may have to say you're sorry. You may 
have to ask your children's input on a lot of things. Um, and I've gotten really good at saying I'm sorry, you know, because I make a lot of mistakes. I am still very, very immature in my my walk with the Lord. I'm, I'm still new. Just celebrated uh, two years, January 9th of, of following Jesus Christ and um, being 100% fully sober. Um, so I am very new to this journey, very immature. Some of those, um, I like to think some of them old things are gone, dead, but they, they try to come back. And there's still some operational things that character defects and flaws that, you know, I'm working with the Lord to to move through and move past. Um, but leadership, family first. I see so many guys wanting to, you know, build a successful business, church all the time. You know, and I'm not saying all that's wrong, but if your family is suffering for the sake of serving church, I'm sorry, you need to really check that. Um, because really, honestly, and this might offend some people, but it is what it is. And this may be an area I need the Lord's correction in. But this is the way me and my wife look at church is a community of believers that meet for fellowship purposes. I see so many people take church to such an extreme measure, um, you know, that the, the church is everything. And I'm talking about the building sense. Because to me, church is nothing but a man-made organization that tries to adhere and project um, authority of God in people's lives. Now, like I said, that might just be a very immature opinion but I'm I'm gonna give my opinion um, here and there so like I'm, I'm open to discussion about it um, but we don't put a whole lot of emphasis on church because we have church in our home I take great delight every single morning I am at the breakfast table with both of my children and my wife discussing scripture um, we share good and bad things from our day. We'll ask each other what we can do better. Um, I, I ask my children all the time, what, how can daddy serve you guys better? What, what can I do to help you? Um, where am I falling short? What am I doing that's bothering you? Um, my son just told me last night, I asked him, we went to the movies, and I asked my son, is daddy been being too mean to you too harsh lately and he said yes and i have because it's wrestling season i get really amped up i get fired up i want him to win all the time but i push him a little too hard and it's it becomes unhealthy and i wanted him to be able to tell me um from his own words how he felt um and i validate that and this morning i i was on the couch i was laying down i get really depressed in winter time like Usually January through March is probably the two hardest months of the whole entire year for me. I, I want to isolate, sleep, and I get real funky. My energy level gets off, but I was laying on the couch this morning, and I had my son come lay by me for 30 minutes, and I just held him, and I said, please just lay, lay still next to me. Daddy needs this. I need to hold you. And, and I believe he needs it too. He may, may just not understand it yet, but... I want to stop life and I want to just give him that love um, 
So is that something he'll always be able to hold on to? Um, so I want to encourage you as a man to be able to give love, to share love, to show love, to no matter who it's to, whether it's a five-year-old man, a 55-year-old man, a 75-year-old man, a real, true Christian man will give the love that he has been given away. Um, that is the mark of leadership. Um, so trying to paint a picture of leadership. I don't know how well I'm doing because I'm not on the listening end of this. Uh, so <laughs> bear with me. And I do want to just really stop and just say that I love you. Um, if you're listening to this, I sincerely really love you. And, and I say that because God loved me um, and met me in the midst of my struggles, troubles, addiction, um, selfishness, self-centered living. I mean, right in the middle of that, he poured his love into my life. And that, that enabled me to walk free of all the vices that were crippling my life. So I wanted to say, if you have no one else in your life that hasn't told you in a long time, I want you to hear it from me that I love you um, and that God loves you. Jesus Christ loves you. And I think this is a perfect opportunity for me to tell you that he didn't just say he loved you. He displayed that. And I think that marks this second point I'm trying to make here of not just knowing the way, but showing the way. Jesus showed us what love looked like in that he sacrificed his life all the way into death. That is the most beautiful description of leadership I can give. I don't have anything greater, no more information to offer you other than what Jesus Christ did by carrying his cross, being whipped, beaten, tortured, and he had never done anything wrong and he did that for you and I. I don't know what greater love there is than that, than a man that lay his life down for his friend. You know, and that is what the Bible offers us. It offers that comfort that Jesus Christ has the ability to take away our sin, take away our controlling nature that is causing nothing but destruction in our life. And he offers us something. He offers us a new way of life by partnership with God, our creator. It is so beautiful. That is leadership. That is the picture I want to offer to you. Um, and I'm going to move for time's sake into the third um, principle of leadership that I have discovered in my life. Um, number one, I have to know the way. Number two, I have to show the way to people around me. And number three, I have to go the way. I have to walk the way. I have to follow Jesus with all of my heart. Um, and I fail all the time. And I know that failure is one of the greatest things that we have in life. Guys, making mistakes is beautiful because it provides us an opportunity to learn. And it really, in a sense, it builds a fence around our life. I like to say this. I am built out of failure. I am built out of mistakes. That is my entire life before Christ. That is, that is the definition of my relationships, how I felt inside, 
how I treated others, it was a failure. It was nothing but failure and a mistake because it was all selfish. It was all about me. And so going the way is the most important thing in leadership and that we are following Christ. As I referenced earlier, John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. So going the way of Christ, I'm telling you, well, you would never be disappointed. And the Bible tells us very clearly, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end of that way is destruction. So I want to just caution you very gently and kindly to take a good inventory of your life, the way you're leading your life, the way you're you're investing your time in. Um, when you get to the end of your life, are you going to look back over your life and be disappointed with the way you lived it? Because I think all too often we're traveling down the wrong roads, guys. And I think if I can get you to hit the brakes and you could get me to hit the brakes and we can kind of just grab each other and, and really just center back in on that cross of Jesus Christ... I feel like that there's a refocusing that could take place. And through that, you know, we can really grow together and, and become the leader that God called us to be. Because I do believe that God wants Christian men to lead in their families, in their workplace, um, in their communities. I believe that with all my heart. But we have to talk about what that leadership looks like and we have to get a good understanding of what Jesus wants from us and how he wants us to lead. And I think if I can leave you today, um, I'm going to recap one more time. Knowing the way, showing the way, going the way. And then lastly, I want to leave you with just two words that I believe if you'll do these two words that it will result in God, God says he gives grace to the humble, but he opposes the proud. So we have to be mindful of pride in our lives. Don't allow pride to take root in our lives. But I want to leave you with these two words before I keep jabbering on. Number one, becoming a servant. Like I referenced in Matthew 10, I'm going to turn there real quick. I want to read it again word for word. Very, very amazing, powerful scripture. Jesus said, If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. Boy, that sounds like an oxymoron there. But I'm telling you, I have found that to be true. I am a testimony to the truth of Jesus Christ's words and that he is who he says he is and he can do for you what he's done for me. So the two words I'm going to leave you with, number one, becoming a servant. Number one, servant. Through serving other people, serving their needs, helping others, that's going to get, get you to leadership. And secondly, which probably should be first, but is love. 
Love is the number one thing that has to be the motive behind every single thing we say or do. Um, because if it's not, we're not doing it for the right reasons. So I want to just um, ask you one more time. So spend five minutes today in silence, reflecting in your life, the way you're investing your time, the things you're doing when no one's looking, some of those deeper things in life. What do you believe in? Where do you believe you come from? Where do you believe you're going when you die? Some of those deeper questions. Give those some thought. And if I could challenge you to go a step further, if you have not already done this, I want to ask you to ask Jesus to reveal himself to you in a personal way that you can understand him. Because I promise you, he's been there all along the way. The writing is on the wall. It's been there. Um, It's just sometimes we can't see it when we're so self-consumed and so about our own way and we, we miss all the signs that are right in front of our face. So I want to ask you to, to just ask him in your own words. There's no prayer that needs to be prayed in a special way. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. So begin that journey. Um, and thank you for listening. I appreciate you. And um, God bless you.